Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church. And today I am joined by Michael Solis, our children's director, with a nice a nice jacket. I really I still am really crushing on your jacket. You're trying to make a brown guy blush. It's not easy to do, <laughs> but uh <laughs> Uh, and we also have Allison Oconee, our community care pastor and our speaker from Sunday. Yay! Allison! Got to speak. Yeah. So this is our second week of circles. Um, if you didn't come yesterday, Sunday, or yesterday Sunday is what I'm going to start saying now. If you didn't, If you didn't come yesterday Sunday or last yesterday Sunday, you're probably not going to come next week because you just don't want to sit around a circle and talk to people. But if you did show up um, and you're listening to this, we had another great Sunday. So far, I feel like we've all just been surprised by the amount of engagement and excitement and how encouraging this series has been to all of us, staff and congregation included. Um, Allison, you got to pick up from where Brian left off. We've kind of worked this, we have this framework going for this series of three circles and they grow and they expand out. So Brian covered what we're calling our Judea, right? No, sorry, our Jerusalem. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was jumping circles. He covered our Jerusalem, which is this, this church, this congregation, yeah. this body, our home, yeah. um, our family. And then yesterday, Sunday, Allison, you talked about Judea and Samaria, which is what? That would be the neighborhood or the region around the home church or yep. around the home. Yep. Yeah. So you, we had um, we had a visual video aid to kind of talk about what we're calling our neighborhood. But if you're watching the podcast and not listening to it, you can see behind Michael and Allison, we have a wood round, a pretty large wood round. Um, people asked if we were going to do knife throwing or axe throwing when they saw it, when they first showed up. That would be hilarious. And that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. But, and it's a little hard to see on video, but you can see in the middle of the wood round, there's these trees and that's m meant to represent Arbor. And then all around the wood round, we have different little um, icons or representations of areas in our neighborhood. So we have a Costco, mm -hmm. is it a membership card? Um, no, it's, <laughs> I clipped it out of the, yeah. out of the catalog, out of the thousand catalogs that they yeah. send us. Yes. So we've got like a Costco, which is meant to represent our North boundary of our yep. mile radius. Yeah. Um, on the left, you've got our, um, our West boundary, which is McClendon's hardware. Yeah. South, I don't see something, but maybe you can, Allison. Well, it's a little off to like seven o'clock yeah. here is that wine yes. wine village yep. that's down there. The Hollywood Wooden, District. Wooden Creek Village oh, or Wooden something Creek like village. that. Okay. Yeah. And then on the right, we have our East Boundary, which is a Mercury's royalty card, yeah. um, which is just the coffee shop that's a mile away from the church. So I also want to say Pizza Coop is on there. Hello. Pizza Coop's on there. I can't yeah. see about it. From the it's everything yeah. within a mile, like yeah. this way and that way and this way and that way, so that we're always able yeah. to say to our neighborhood, like, yeah. oh yeah, we're that church a mile mm -hmm. down the road. Yep. No matter what direction you're in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what what we have talked about in house as a staff for a while now is this idea of a miracle mile, right? A, a miles radius around Arbor of 
how can we impact the community? So mm-hmm. something that we as a staff have been talking about for a while, but maybe yeah. the first time that the congregation has heard it formally from the stage. Um, and we all have been a really big fan of this idea. I think that when we talk about it, it sounds awesome. And then when you think about actually doing it, you're like, oh, okay, so there's going to be some work involved here um, <laughs> yeah. to really <laughs> make the Lord known, right? Yeah. In our neighborhood. Yeah. Um, Allison, I, th- I felt, I told you this after the service, I thought that you were so funny during the message. There was a lot of jokes. There was a lot of laughter. But then you also cut right through that and had some very emotional moments. And I yeah. think my favorite part of the message, which I would like to spend some time on, is you asked the question, if Arbor were to close, would anyone within our mile or even in Woodenville, would they notice? Right. Which I think is so cool. I don't think it's our motivation, right, is to be missed, but it's a great measuring of were we effective? Were we doing what um, God needed us to do in this this mile? And I think a lot of people, I was sitting at my table in particular, and there was people like, oh, whoa, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I think that is a really powerful question to ask of, mm-hmm. You know, if, if only the people that come here on a Sunday morning miss Arbor, mm-hmm. sure, that's one way that we could measure how effective we were. But really, if if the people that don't come in here have no idea that Arbor's gone, were we being effective in our neighborhood and, and yeah. getting the name of Jesus out there? So yeah, I'd like to spend some time on that. And, uh, and it sounds like you've got a couple of things you'd like to say, Allison. Well, no, only that um, I think going back a year, um, I, in the sermon talked about, uh, how rain city closing their doors yeah. impacted me as a pastor wondering like, if all of a sudden a church disappears for me, I was like, where do my sheep go? Who's caring for them? Can they find a new flock and shepherd yeah. who would take care of them? Mm-hmm. And then also would anyone miss us if we were gone? Um, was the bigger existential question that, you know, like if we can't be missed here at the home base, like, can we expect, I don't know if we can't make an impact here, can we make it anywhere? Yeah. Um, and it helped drive and focus me, I think in terms of how we use our building, Mm -hmm. how we use our time and resources, what things are we going to go hard on in terms of involvement it's going to be things that are here like in this space yes um because i feel like god put us here for a reason um and so yeah it's just a big question to ask like what is the value of a church i know jesus loves us because he calls us his bride not just arbor but like the capital c church but last year was very hard rain city was not the only church that closed in America last year. 2020 was ridiculous on churches. Yes. So hard because Mm -hmm. you can't have people in the house and, you know, or at least for a good portion of it. And then the climate was so politically divisive that people were having a hard time finding their way, not to mention evangelicals (laughs) didn't have a great outing last year, you know, or the last mm-hmm. couple of years. We've not headlined well yeah. for a variety of reasons. Yeah. And so with that, we just took a bunch of dings. And I feel like we are trying to restore the witness of the church. Yeah. Um, 
And so I think that is what Mm -hmm. also my focus was yesterday. Not just would we be missed, but like, can we restore the witness of the church? Mm -hmm. Um, Build back its reputation, maybe, Mm -hmm. or at least individually as each person makes an impact in their own sphere of influence. Like you're restoring back the witness of Christ in Mm -hmm. a way, right? Because we're bearing his name. So, yeah. Blah blah blah. That's a ton. <laughs> I mean, I can, I'm just. This is something that's so so meaningful yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. So important. I mm-hmm. could go on and on, but well, I, th- I won't. I think what's so great about it is it it is probably the first time when we've talked about outreach and getting outside of our doors that we have something tangible, right? And it. Mm-hmm. I heard a couple people say like, "Oh, it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's a lot of." Like, I feel like we could do more if we expanded past this mile. And it's like, no, I think that's great because you have a place to start, right? Like, exactly. It's a place to start. You could look anywhere and say, you know, oh, there's this really cool organization, you know, over in Everett or over in Kent or wherever. And it's like, those are cool, but can we focus on this mile? And if we do this mile well, then let's talk about expanding out and finding other partners or, groups that we want to help, but I think it's so cool to just literally draw a circle around our church and say, if we can't find out a way to help here, then we have no business trying to help anywhere else, right? And I think the more we experience life in the circle, the more we're going to have eyes open to the Mm -hmm. needs that are around us. And the more we're going to use our building, for example, to reach the people. You and I have talked about, like, let's throw the barbecues out and and like, let's grill up free food, yeah. hot food for people who are hungry, like yeah. stuff like that. Like that would happen only within your neighborhood. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't draw people from Kent or no. Tacoma. Yeah. It's like, no, some needs are here. Mm-hmm. Let's focus in on these people. Yeah. Question. If if you, Allison, were uh, visiting any one of these places on the board in the Miracle Mile and, and it as an interaction, you were talking with someone who was working at one of the places and they, you, they, maybe you were picking something up for Arbor or you were doing something as an Arbor representative mm-hmm. and uh, you got talking to them and, and somehow, whether it was on the order or they learned that you work at Arbor, yeah. they go, I've heard of Arbor. What yeah. would you want them to say? about wow. oh, that's such a good question <laughs> that is a great question well thank you I, just yeah. I love that and i love that yeah we'll talk about merch maybe later but i do think <laughs> that when when you wear an arbor cap and yeah. you are going about the business or ordering mm-hmm. something for arbor church um you you are like identifying mm-hmm. it with the team the yep. home team here and i don't know hopefully blessing people that you encounter. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, what would we want to be known for? I mean, I would want to be known things. as generous. Are people yeah. being generous? Um, and also hospitable. I know that feels weird when you're going to someone else's business, but like not being, uh, I don't know, demanding or whatever just being a good customer that sounds so weird but i just think about like you know very accommodating and also being a light even when you're it sounds difficult and i think it is right to be a light when you're shopping at target but like i would i would want us to be known as like 
people that look and act different than hmm. the other customers if we're talking about a business in the mile. But go ahead, Allison. Well, I was going to say our staff this recent year has studied goodness, like yeah. the goodness of God and what that might look like with characteristics yeah. uh, in us. And so it seems really general to say, like, wouldn't it be cool to be known as, like for goodness? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had a funny interaction at T-Mobile the other day. I, um, like if anybody's gotten a phone lately, you realize it's like a very lengthy process where you bond with your salesperson and all that. They yeah. work very well with you. And anyhow, this guy was a vet. Um, he was, uh, home on medical leave. And so I had asked him like, do you have any PTSD? We have, I know someone who works mm -hmm. with first responders and military who, you know, knows how to help people in that. So anyhow, I was like throwing that little bone out. Yeah. And then it was funny cause he had asked for my, um, I had to leave my phone with him for a while and he needed some login information for one of my accounts and it happens to be a Bible verse. Yeah. <laughs> so when I left it with him, he was like, I think I'm going to look that up later, you know, oh, that's or awesome. whatever. Cool. So and I remember just thinking like sometimes these little things that you, these small interactions, yep. I don't know if they'll amount, if that one will mm -hmm. amount to anything, but yeah. I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. He knows I'm a pastor and I told mm -hmm. him that the Bible, tr the Bible verse thing was a trick of pastors that we do that to, you know our phone sales people. So yeah. anyhow, but I got to change my login from Kenny now. It's, not, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrible dad joke, Allison. It's Kenny Loggins. It's Kenny Loggins. That's hilarious. That. <laughs> so anyhow, that was good. I liked your question. I would want to be yeah, known for that was goodness, a great question. I think. Honestly, I hadn't thought of that before. That Sometimes good. I do a little homework that way, but I just, as we were looking at that, I just thought, what would we want to be known for when people say, I know of Arbor Church? Mm. I only feel slightly threatened that you're coming for my job, Michael, with that great question. Uh, I am not coming from, for your job. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's hear what yeah. you've got, Hayden. <laughs> I don't have a great question like that, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a Hayden question. Um, but I'm, I'm curious, Allison, if you... Um, if, if you struggled at all with this week, like I am currently struggling because I am next up to the plate um, and you and Brian have consecutively hit it out of the park with um, bringing great questions to the tables, but also um, teaching on these topics. And I think especially in your week, I felt like you were able to give the congregation your passion for what you were talking about. And i saw that at my okay. table. I heard that from other people of like, this is awesome. I'm on board for this. I'm excited. Right. I mean, we saw a bunch of cards filled out of people wanting to do things. So you very much so gave the congregation the passion that you have for okay. this. But I'm curious if you are at, if you were at where I'm at currently of, oh, this feels so intangible and it feels like we're trying to change hearts, not give actions. Um, is that something you struggled with when you were working on your week? I did because I realized so much of this has to be motivated by love. Uh, and, and so to say to the people like, love your neighbor, yeah, <laughs> you know, like 
okay, do it now. You know, it's easier, it's easier to (laughs) say like, let's go and do a food drive Mm -hmm. for the local food bank, or let's go and pick up trash because we want to beautify our neighborhood or like, it's easier in a way to recruit for tasks than it is to, um, change the heart. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's, why I had said to you earlier today, if I could have said more about prayer, Mm -hmm. I would have, because I feel like that is the first place to start Mm -hmm. when it comes to loving and serving your church home, loving and serving your neighborhood and loving and serving the world. Like if you're not, um, praying for these circles, chances are your heart may not engage. Yeah. Right. You may not, care. (laughs) You may, I don't know what other motivation you could have for serving, but it's easy to check the boxes and say like, Oh, I put in some volunteer hours this week and you just don't give a rip. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That was my hard thing. So I think for you teaching next week, you know, trying to capture that, um, how to have a heart for the world, mm-hmm. how to have a heart for the neighborhood or your church. Yeah. It may be a work of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But it, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to just teach it. It's it's so hard to um, change hearts or open minds or even, you know, attempt a paradigm shift. And But I feel like that's the most effective way to change some of these things, right? Because... I feel like outreach can feel like a checklist at times. Like, oh, we're doing, we're helping out the food bank. We're doing this. We do community serve day once a year, blah, blah, blah. And if your focus is just, we're doing stuff to the community or we're doing stuff for the community instead of like, no, this is just an ongoing command that God has made of like Jerusalem, Judea, the ends of the earth. And to serve the least of these, and it's not a checklist because it's never going to be done. We're going to be serving the world and our community and our home in perpetuity, right? Yes. So um, I will ask this. um, (laughs) Michael, did you have a question before I ask? No, no. I I felt something simmering with this question that's coming. I thought this is going to be good. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm curious, did, have you been a part of a church, whether working at Overlake or back in your California days in childhood, have you ever been a part of a church where you feel like they just did serving the local community really well? Yeah, I feel like every church that I've been in okay. has done that very well. And I think that even Arbor back before COVID yeah. did it really well. Granted, COVID uh, led us to the food bank, which there was humongous support. It was like the only way we could serve was the food bank during COVID because restrictions were in place where Mm -hmm. we couldn't actually gather here and do, you know, service the way that we had always done. Yeah. The problem is um, we all hibernated into our, into our bubbles, our COVID bubbles and, life was very stressful and very hard to even manage your own bubble very well, Mm -hmm. much less caring about other people's bubbles. So we're encouraging people like, Hey, come on back to the church. Yeah. Not just that. Could you help us out? You know, participate and not just here, 
but outside too. So yeah. it's it's a lot to ask. I know there's a huge learning curve for mm-hmm. people or a re-engagement curve. Yeah. Um, but I think curve. we've got it in yeah. a serve curve. That's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think it's going to come back. It's like muscle memory. Um, and, and it will come back soon. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. What about you, Michael? Uh, you know, I was in a church when I was, it was back in like right toward the end of my high school days mm-hmm. and early college. And the pastor did a whole series on what he called outreach attempts. Yeah. And yeah. he actually took, uh, these, he, he, he bought these little tiny little books, like little notebook type deals, like fits inside your hand kind of thing. And he passed them out to everyone, including like high school age myself. Mm-hmm. And his challenge was every day, what I want you to do is, mm. is perform some act of yeah. kindness to someone out there. Uh, and, and, and I don't want you to tell them, well, it's because of Jesus or yeah. it's because of this church that I go to. Um, if they ask, then you're good to say, well, it's because I love Jesus and that's why I did it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if they don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. All I want you to do is wrote down, write down what you did and then write yeah. down what the response was. And it was so cool seeing an entire church body fill out this mm-hmm. thing and mm. kind of report back. We had some really cool stories of, you know, people get creative doing the whole thing where it's like, hey, I'm in the McDonald's line. Whatever they ordered behind me, yeah. I'm just going to pay for kind of thing. Or mm-hmm. um, some they, they, some people got creative. There, there was a group that was said, mm-hmm. well, you know what? We're going to go out and hand out balloons in front of Target just to yeah. love people. Uh, one group went down to a ferry dock yeah. and they just handed Cokes to people who were waiting out mm-hmm. for the ferry while it was a really hot day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one group that decided they wanted to go clean toilets at, at Hooters. Wow. I know. I was like, well, they, they, that's a that's a uh, something you got to be called for. Yeah, exactly. But what was really, uh, I know, I know. I have a lot of questions about that. Yeah. I know. Um, but, uh, and it's specifically, I think it was like the, the employee bathroom, not mm. like the. Well, and that makes me have more questions. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. But what, what was really cool is that time taught me a, a lot about yeah. really loving people with an agenda, but mm-hmm. not with an agenda that you have to shove down their throat. Yeah. Well, and what it does, I don't know how many pa- how many pages Gosh. were in that little notebook. Oh, there's probably easily 50. So mm-hmm. you're having at least 50 attempts at loving people in out, an out, outward way, yep. which builds in so many reps that that becomes a lifestyle for you then. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. it would feel weird to stop on day 51 and go like, okay, well, now I'm <laughs> yeah. done being I did my job. kind. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. You know, I mean, it seems like that would build in that kind of muscle memory. Yeah, absolutely. As well as, I mean, clearly... I'm that that's easily 20 ish years ago. Mm-hmm. And I still remember how impactful that time was. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. Mm. Great example. Yeah. Um, I'm really sorry. My brain just went blank. I had, you said something. I think it was Hooters. actually, bef- it was before the Hooters, <laughs> Hooters. <laughs> it was before the Hooters bathroom. And that was such a sharp left turn that I, I'm so sorry. I lost what I was going to ask you. <laughs> Um, the, the team leader from that, I, you might have to edit this later. She goes, <laughs> she was, she was reporting back to everyone, just sharing. She's like, "I'm sorry, but those are not O's in Hooters." 
Newsflash. They're eyeballs. They're eyeballs. They're owl balls. <laughs> owl eyeballs. <laughs> you know what's really frustrating about that? I I got it back, and then when we paused, I completely lost I'm it. I'm so again. sorry. I'm fired, Hayden. <laughs> what was it? Oh, it's going to bother so me fired. so much. Uh, all right. We'll move on, and it's maybe it'll come back to me. <laughs> um. <laughs> So fired. You had already mentioned that you wish that you would have talked more about the prayer aspect of this um, miracle mile in our, yeah. our neighborhood. Yeah. Was there anything else that you just, you felt like you didn't have the time? Because, I mean, th- this is a particularly difficult set of messages because you're not only trying to get a lot across to the um, congregation, but you're also trying to allow for actual brainstorming and collaboration to happen. So you're hamstrung in two different ways. Was there some stuff that you felt like, I wish I could have preached for six weeks on this? Yeah, I mean, sharing your faith. I think how to share your faith is something that we could brush up on. Yeah. Um, And so, like, how does one go about that? And... um, you know, yeah, that alone <laughs> could be many, many minutes. Yeah, um, more of the why behind the miracle mile, yeah. also, or the how. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe these things evolve over time. Yeah. Maybe it just it becomes part of our language, and you know, yeah, it can't all just happen within yeah one Sunday. Mm-hmm. But it's a great place to start. And I think that quote from D.L. Moody was <laughs> phenomenal. And I think that it was, yeah. I think it's a call to the cynic in all of us of like, ah, this isn't the best way to do it. And like, we could do it better and we could do whatever. And his quote of, of just saying like, you know, sure, there I've found mistakes or things that I can improve in the way that I evangelize, but I like my way of evangelizing more than your, what was it? Uh, Better than your way of not doing it. Exactly, right? Oof. Of that mm. that critique of like, yeah, we can sit around and poke holes in things all, all day, but at some point action has to take place. And we shouldn't be hastily jumping into things, but at the same time, we can't just sit back and, and try and craft this excellent plan and never actually get out and do it, right? I mean, we saw with COVID, like, you don't take your chance and you don't go with the Lord on things, you might lose your opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a great quote that you brought up. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. With you know, you brought up taking action. Yeah, basically. Um, what are what are some things that we as uh, Arbor community on an individual level, as we're out representing in that mile, what what are a couple things we could do or? Be, well, one of the really, I, I know we're kind of short on time, but one of the things I got most passionate about was um, being a patron yeah. um, of an establishment in town. So yeah. let's say you're adopting the pizza coop, for example, and you, you're a regular there. Not only that, on holidays where people are working and yeah. away from their families, um, you are bringing extra tips. You mm-hmm. are bringing... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, gifts, you're inquiring with the boss about any needs in your community, in your, on your staff that we can help with. Mm. Um, so there's a, a group called the big table, uh, that used to be active here, but, uh, 
they're now out of Seattle and over in Spokane. But they have a list of fantastic ways that you can be um, a patron Mm -hmm. at at an establishment anywhere in town. Um, And it's just a really cool way to like specify where you want to be. And like it's lifestyle evangelism in a way, but it's also just loving on and serving people at a target. Uh, you know, at a target, yeah. at the target. <laughs> so cool about what you're talking about. I, I, for maybe for those who don't know, I have a a very long history in the food industry, yeah, in the restaurant world, and the attitude and the posture you're talking about. Oftentimes, as a server in a restaurant, for example, my attitude was they come in and I'm they're there to be served, mm-hmm. and as an arbor community. Adopting that thinking, you would come and go, go, hey, that's great. I'm also here to serve you, mm-hmm. which is yeah. very tangible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Table has a heart for the food service industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are underpaid often and they commute in from long distances yep. to serve in this kind of an area. Yep. Um, and life is not always easy for them. And on days that families are demanding much from food service industries for the holidays, they are um, apart from their own families serving you. So yeah. it's like it, it flips flips the tables or flips the script and blesses the other direction. So, so cool. anyhow, mm-hmm. they have amazing ideas that yeah. I would like to like yeah. push out to our people too. That's cool. I think one of the things we, we had talked about is like, you know, it could be as simple as being a good tipper when you go out yeah. somewhere. But also I understand you don't have the money to be a good tipper, be a, be a great person to wait on, right? Like go above and beyond. Right. right? Do a great review on the Yelp. Do a great review, like those online surveys that you can give feedback, um, do it and Mm -hmm. be effusive. I, I, the guy at the T-Mobile store last week, I went on Twitter and gave him a shout out. I did his like little survey online. Yeah. Like whatever you can do to help elevate others, you know? Yeah. Yep. And I think that this will be, I mean, you kind of, you let the cat out of the bag that we're going to be doing in the future <laughs> and art of neighboring, um, which I think is, I mean, I feel like we'll kind of get into some of that, not necessarily, you know, how to be a good customer or anything like that, but the whole idea of there's so much more that we can do um, besides just finding a volunteer opportunity or, or sharing our faith. There's also a lot that can happen in our neighborhood. Yeah. So I'm excited for that when we decide to uh, start talking about it. But It's good stuff. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Go team. Go, go team. team well, in the neighborhood. Um, yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up. If you guys have anything else you'd like to share, now is the time. All right. We'll see nothing. you next week. Yeah, let's see you guys next week. And hope you have a good rest of your day. <laughs>